rainbow, bitches. <laughs> uh, that's uh, the ha- happy uh, post Pride Month. Um, that's from me to all of you. Uh, the, the show is sponsored by GorseNexus.com. Just go ahead and check it out. Also, before I forget, I know that um, I, I made a promise to Ray and Team Mandalore that I would uh, make sure that I cover, you know, this uh, big thing that they have going on um, out in I, I, out east in the, the Supreme Ohio Soviet, the, the glorious motherland that it is. And um, it's 15 bucks um, uh, for a free brew and a giant crazy pizza sandwich loaf of bread thing. Um, that's what's happening right now. It's um, Ohio isn't flat 22. Uh, this is what's happening. So the details are as follows. Bear with me. I want to make sure that I get this out. For those of you that like to ride bicycle, again, I might show up. I will not be riding any bicycle. I will eat stuff, but I won't be riding a bicycle. So I apologize for that. So like it's um, it's Gravel Dudes LLC, um, McLean Farm Gravel. Uh, you got the uh, the Country Mile which uh men's open is 85 dollars. it's uh 100 miles of distance starting at 7 30 in the morning and the men's masters 40 plus which is 85 dollars. 7 30 a.m start the distance is 100 miles the women's open is 85 dollars as well 100 miles 7 30 a.m um, all of these seem to be priced the same regardless of age and all of them are along like then this is specifically for the the country mile and then the dude, which I'm sure those of you can understand the reference. And if you don't, I'm not going to help you. Uh, $75 for 65 miles starting at 8.30 in the morning. And then the holler ride. Not holla. Not holla. Holla. Okay? But the holler. The holler. The hard R. The hard R. Holler. Noted. Uh, $65. And that starts at 9.30 in the morning. And it's 37 miles. Information will be up on uh our socials as we get closer here i have not forgotten want to go ahead and get that out i bring you more of the same ladies and gentlemen more of the same exciting things happening in the uh when, when you think exciting uh cutting edge uh, ahead of its time i know the first thing you think of is saudi arabia I, I know you do uh they're very advanced with their you know absolute monarchy and uh religious police walking around and imprisoning gay people and you know, very ahead of their time. Some people on Twitter probably now would agree with that since they've determined that they're going to head and switch sides from this whole thing. You know, like the party switched sides in the in the in the fifties and sixties with the civil rights movement. That's something I also hear about often. Uh, this is great. So I just found out about this. Put it on your calendars. Start saving up. Take a take a flight out to um, uh, you know uh, Riyadh. Or perhaps where you want to visit that big rock they have where the Muslims go around it a bunch of times. You know, the holy cities of Mecca and Medina. Uh, you could check that out. I don't think they let you look at the rock, though, if you're not a Muslim. So you're either going to have to convert or lie. I'm opting for lie. I think it would be a good move. Uh, it's not, I mean, they might kill you, but God certainly won't. What's Wink the rock? It's the thing that they walk around. The, it's the holy site. Yeah, it's like square. a meteor. Like it was like a meteor at one point in time. I don't know all of the details. I think the meteor's inside of it. Okay, right. So there's something funny going on with that whole thing, but it's part of the pilgrimage, the Hajj, where all of the Muslim people who can afford it have a religious obligation to go visit the holy sites of Mecca and Medina, like the birthplace of the Prophet and the city that he first took over, because he got booted out of one place because they they didn't like what he was saying. 
you know, about being protected by a spider while they were searching for him and God spoke to him much like he did John the Baptist and uh, Abraham who went to uh, kill his son uh, at God's command. Very, that's it all, they're all related, by the way. This is all Judeo-Christianity. It's all following the same line. I know some of you guys believe in that stuff. That's okay, too. Not a problem. But uh, Saudi Arabia, getting back to the fun of the kingdom of Saudi Arabia, they are building a city that is 100 miles long and only 650 feet wide. You heard that right. 100 miles long and 650 feet wide. Okay? Why? Flanked by 500 meters, I don't know what that is, mirrored walls, officials say the megastructure will offer up to 9 million residents a temperate climate and short commutes, all powered 100% with renewable energy. Named, quote, the line, Saudi officials say the project is the city of the future, a car-free, uh, car-free metropolis that will run on 100% renewable energy. This is coming from the, uh, the oil kings of the universe and offer its residents clean air in an ever more polluted world. It's designed to host businesses as well as housing inside numerous vertically stacked neighborhoods with residents facing a maximum commute 20 minutes from one end of the city to the other. I only can imagine what you're going to be doing for work at the line. So this is 9 million people. Only it'd be about 200 meters wide for those of you that live outside of freedom units. Drones uh, in the infrastructure and transportation system that can get you anywhere in 20 minutes in a 100-mile-long city. Um, this, and this is the quote. The, the king of Saudi Arabia is doing everything every single one of us would if, he were, if you were suddenly a dictator with an endless amount of wealth and power but still had the mind of a 13-year-old kid. <laughs> He's living a fantasy life. If I were a billionaire, I would absolutely buy a sports team. So he bought Newcastle United from the English Premier League for $409 million. Then he turned around and started an entire professional golf league and paid everyone insane money to join his golf league because why not? He wants to make the rules for golf as as he does, as he has the cash to do it. Then he got bored with sports and decided to play real-life SimCity and build the wildest city in the history of mankind. It's in the middle of the desert. In the middle of the desert. So, pack your bags. We're going to have a used guys outing to Saudi Arabia. Todd the Gay will not be allowed to come, both literally and on the trip. There will be no ejaculating for Todd the Gay, nor will he be allowed to set foot in Saudi, will I be allowed to go? Since uh, like I'm, I'm technically I'm a Jew. Will they? Well, was that okay or no? Are you allowed to be Jewish and visit Saudi Arabia? I don't know. I don't know anything about Saudi Arabia. I'll, I'm just being honest. Okay, I, I well, don't thank know. you for your honesty. I'm not sure. Um, I can look it up. Yeah, look that up. I want to know if you can be. What if you're gay and Jewish? That's a big O for two. It has to be. Like they, they're not. They're not happy about any of that crap. None of it all. They have like religious police to make sure like you're not doing gay things, um, whatever gay people do, you know, normal things like the dishes or make dinner or clean their house or, you know, whatever, you know, whatever. But, yeah, I'm wondering if you can be Jewish and enter, penetrate the um, kingdom of Saudi Arabia. So, yes, it says, yes, being Jewish. This is on TripAdvisor. Go on, TripAdvisor. Okay. So advise me. 
it says that being Jewish is not a strict reason to be denied entry into Saudi Arabia. However, some people have been denied entry, and it may be because they indicated that they are Jewish Ooh. while completing visa paperwork. It may not be the reason. However, we may never know the real answer to this. If you are not overtly Jewish, um, example, an Orthodox Jewish male wearing a traditional clothing, or you have a very typical Jewish name, it may be less <laughs> trouble to avoid mentioning that you are Jewish and to not take a religious object with you at all if you're going to visit Saudi Arabia. So the question remains. So, yes. Okay. So is the question. If, if I, you're Jewish, forget visiting. If I show up to the Saudi consulate or the embassy and I wear an SS uniform with the lightning bolts and the, and the swastika, are they going to be like, please, my friend, come in, come in, please. Are you looking to visit the holy cities? Ah, hello, hello, my friend. <laughs> yes, please, please, come in. We oh, always, in. you are welcome. <laughs> or, always, always. <laughs> we have a same enemy, you know, wink, wink. Uh, <laughs> oh, my God, so... I'm never going to see this, but I'd be all right if they built this here, like in Nebraska or something like that. That would be neat to see, but the tornadoes would eat it, so that's not good either. So anyway, that's exciting news out of the kingdom of Saudi Arabia. Very exciting. I hope everybody's I guess they're working on the relationships and trying to allow, you know, they visit, visitations to occur. The funny I just thing is, stay away. They, they're, officially, they have to not like Israel, right? Which most countries in the entire galaxy yeah, don't they, like wait they, they kind of ban the israelites i think but here's the best part they both hate the same people they hate the israelis hate iran with the fire of a thousand suns and so do the saudis but for different reasons uh because there's uh are based uh on the um the the faith that they share but they have the deviation between which branch of the faith if anyway saudi arabia is coming up with some big ideas buying soccer teams starting a golf league Nice. And um, building a 100-mile-long city that's 658 feet wide. That's exciting. Very exciting. Um, that doesn't make any sense, though. In the desert um, that's fully green and self-sustaining from the country that um, everybody hangs upon when they decide if somebody farts on the pipeline uh, near Riyadh, the price goes up about 25 cents or whatever. You know, whatever. I, I don't know what's happening. I'm excited, though. It's definitely something new, and we should be excited. So here's the next part. Now, Lord Commander Comrade Joe Biden, uh, leader of the free world, um, who has dementia, is now touting that there's no such thing as a recession, even though the GDP has its second straight drop. Um, okay. should you be concerned. Probably, uh, we've been, Jesus Christ Almighty. Christopher, how many of these goddamn things have we been through so far? I mean, since we've been friends, we've we've been through like three. Yeah, yeah. I mean, Jesus H. Christ, how much of this are we going to have to put up with? The good news is the housing market's going to crash and all the people who make uh, $15 an hour will actually be able to afford to buy something mm -hmm. uh, as opposed to handguns to shoot themselves in the parking lot of Subway because they can't take it anymore. Um, and we don't blame them because this place sucks uh, big time. But yeah, you know. There, there's, there's an upside. There is a silver lining to all of this. Now, to give you a little bit of context here. So, 
recession is coming. <laughs> the war in uh, that, that one country in Eastern Europe that everybody's not talking Well, I mean, they're kind of talking about it, but it's not that exciting anymore. That's still going on. The threat for nuclear war is still going on, right? That's still happening, okay? Trump is either going to be indicted or he's going to run for president. And uh, his lordship, his majesty, uh, King Ron of DeSantistan might be throwing his hat into the ring. And Gavin, come to California for the freedom, Newsom, he might be running for president. We have some exciting times ahead of us, and I hope you're here for the ride. Um, You're going to get screwed. We just don't know who's going to be doing the screwing, but you are going to get it. Um, we, we don't know who's going to be giving it to you, but uh, just bend over and close your eyes. It'll probably all feel the same anyway. Um, you hope you enjoy it. You'll know if it's right, like I would rather not get screwed by Gavin Newsom. I have a feeling that his penis looks like the Grinch. <laughs> <laughs> like if I had to speculate or imagine what Gavin Newsom's wiener looks like, it's like this green furry thing with like a curly cue of green hair at the end. Oh, Jesus. <laughs> what an image. Awful. Right? Disgusting. Mm-hmm. Mr. Grinch. <laughs> the good news here, uh, if you hate the rich people, uh, like Rage Against the Machine does, uh, which is comprised of rich people. Yeah, but, they totally hate the rich. <laughs> um, the, the, the 100 wealthiest have lost $622 billion. The part that should make you sad is it doesn't really matter because they're still rich. You, however, if you lost $16,000 tomorrow, you would be in a very difficult position now, wouldn't you? Um, Again, we are not communists on the show, and all of you know that. Uh, However, trust me, rich people will be just fine getting through whatever's coming our way. Uh, You, on the other hand, will not be. So, um, you know, what are you going to do? Tech giants are in a bit of a bloodbath. Not good. Steve Bannon might be going to jail. Very exciting. Um, January 6th was worse than 9-11. Meanwhile, those of us who watch people hold hands and jump out of buildings and uh, the collapse and 3,000 Americans That's being murdered. That's what they said, that it was worse than 9-11? Correct. This is... What kind of... a threat to our democracy. <laughs> worse than 9-11. Uh, worse than... And I'll never forget watching the firemen follow, uh, following the bodies, the people jumping with their eyes looking and looking and then like you know like i don't know kind of reacting as they smash through the glass lobby of the world trade center watching that happen you want to talk about um a rough day at work but january 6th was worse than that okay whatever you say chuck schumer whatever you say uh these people are out of control with their insider trading and uh their wringing of hands as the war pigs coward um again for those of you that really uh, look at this, you know, the whole attack on our democracy thing, we we, we obviously don't agree. Like, I, I, I've already... Democracy argued, sucks anyways. I'm not a fan of it to begin with. Um, I'm really not interested in the opinions of other people on how I should live my life or spend my money. But to come to the defense of individuals who will vote themselves into enriching themselves, rather, they will enrich themselves by voting who leave, quote, public service in a far greater position of wealth than they entered into, Nancy Pelosi being one shining example, the defender of the working class who's worth Christ only knows how much, how many millions of dollars, even though the only job she's had is being a, uh, a you know, congresswoman 
terrible politician. A terrible politician from Marin County. And she's also good at being a drunk bitch. <laughs> really is. And the whole teeth kind of jiggling in her mouth, the falsies kind of bouncing around. Um, maybe her husband likes it that way. You know what I mean? The, the, the toothless BJ. We worked with a guy on the dock um, uh, who's been mentioned on the show previously, a uh, former employer of mine. And um, well, he, I th- Christopher was even there when this guy worked there. He had done like, I don't know, 15, 16 years on the dock. And he had a pill problem, uh, a real bad, real bad pill problem. Uh, we, we worked for a, a firm that we would receive broken items that were dispensaries for pills in certain hospitals and stuff like that. And he would be able to identify certain pills and tell you what they are. And he knew the units that had them. For the rest of us, they were just broken junk, right? They were, they were either pieces of garbage. We, we, they had part numbers, and we kind of like sorted them out according to part number. But he knew exactly which ones were which, and he could target them. And that's how he was able to feed his pill addiction. And um, I remember once him telling me that he was dating a girl that had false teeth and uh, – they were about to get down to business and she took the teeth out and he's like, dude, you've never had a blow job like that until you have one with someone who doesn't have teeth. It's amazing. That's and I'm so like, gross. I and don't... I said, you know something, Chris, I said, I could live the rest of my life and never receive a toothless blow job. And I think I'll be all right. That is absolutely not the picture of romance that I'm looking for. That makes me want to. Yeah. 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 Not my cup of tea, but it might've been the pills talking. I don't know. Um, we, he, he got what fired. kind of pills do you have to be on to completely just forget somebody that was just making out with you took out their teeth <laughs> and then put your junk in their mouth? Like, yeah, I, I don't know. I, I don't know. I'm, I'm not not sure. Like he was in the perks, vikes, oxys, whatever it was. Um, and he and you know, the best part about it was there he was like a bellwether for payday. So, like, when we got paid, this dude was smoking Marlboro Reds. He'd stop at the Circle K. He'd have a couple of tall, cold sodas with him. And uh, he'd have Little Debbie snacks, this huge sack of snacks and cigarettes, name brand. When it got down to payday coming, like it was a day or two away, that dude was smoking Mavericks. He was drinking off-brand cola. And you could tell he was r- riding the Rough Express. Like, dude spent all his money. And he was just praying for payday to come sooner. It was it was something else, man. A lot of experience working uh, on the floor with a lot of different people. We had someone who pretended to uh, have cancer that got fired, was actually um, taking money for people, shaving their head, pretending they had cancer um and uh, collecting donations uh to help with their treatment it turned out to be a giant fraud uh this individual this lady did not have cancer and um she was uh summarily fired then we had a guy who pretended to be a navy seal um and how i i personally started and i planted the seed of doubt in everyone because they were kind of sucking his dick a lot because they thought that he was big stuff that you know he was he was a real killer and all this other stuff and hearing him talk just by knowing somebody who did certain things okay certain things and you know who i'm talking about this this man i was like this man is a fraud he's a charlatan he's putting up a charade mm-hmm. this is bullcrap i don't believe him so one day i asked him and his name was steve now i mind you his his mother died and came back from the grave at least five times he got off of work at least five times for his mother passing away and lo and behold 
here she is in the funeral home and just gets out of the of the drawer out of the cooler drawer and walks out of there and it's like lazarus times five he just came out you know lazarus come out and here's uh steve's mom back at it uh still alive and kicking and then the one thing that set me off was he told me he had a 380 and that would also shoot nine millimeter out of it and i'm like you have a weapon that's chambered in 380 and it's shooting nine millimeter yeah 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 i got it when i was in the service and i'm like i've never heard of any weapon that that's chambered in a smaller caliber that'll shoot a larger caliber like i've never heard of that and then he was discussing something that he allegedly did overseas you know i don't know chasing bin laden or whatever like some bullcrap story that i knew was a flaming pile of hot garbage and i asked him i said so tell me what kind of weapons did, what was your loadout and you know who was going to tell me what navy seals took into battle because you know who had already known navy seals that operated in he kind of operated in the same function he literally told me that he used an sk-48 i go what's an sk-48 oh it's a it's a combination of a yugoslav and american weapon that we used uh, in the field and i'm like there's no such thing as an sk-48 steve okay. yeah he goes it's it's a secret it's a secret uh, uh weapon that we have and i'm looking at him and i immediately texted i might have called but I, I think i texted uh my dear friend and i was like you ever heard of this before and the man goes he's a liar <laughs> so i was like okay so i told everybody now the moron that was his boss his name was Bo, real big douchebag like the, he walked like a douchebag he talks like a douchebag he still is a douchebag yeah, uh, he's 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 a complete moron and a schmuck. He completely lied his way into every uh, position that he had where he made more money. He he was a, a fraud of the highest order and a, a serial sexual harasser, like really bad, really bad. And bad things happened to him finally after a long period of time. So I told him all of this. I'm like, your buddy over there that you give all that time off for for drill in Michigan and going overseas to do things for the government and his mom dying five times. He said he carries an SK-48 and I validated with my buddy who would know because he would know based upon his profession that it's BS. And he was like, well, well, dude, I don't know. Maybe they do. And I'm like, he can't take this guy's dick out of his mouth at gunpoint. Like he just didn't want to believe it. And they finally fired him because he was drunk on the job and he vomited in a box and then pretended like he didn't. <laughs> and they finally canned him. So we've worked with a lot of interesting individuals. I had temporaries that worked there that would, you know, they, their start time was at six o'clock in the morning. Break time was like at 830 to suck down four cigarettes in 15 minutes. If you could, some of us had that power. Um, they we would just leave after break time and never return. They would just stop working. <laughs> it's just... I guess they didn't have to pay bills or need money. There were a lot of interesting characters there. Uh, so anyway, yeah. So this guy, uh, uh, Steve, was friends with uh, this dude, Chris, that worked on the dock. And they were kind of like peas in the pod. You know, one was a, an absolute liar and a fraud. And the other one was a junkie. So lots of interesting things at the time on the warehouse floor. So I got a question for you guys. Question for the audience. If you recall me talking about some individuals in my family who consider themselves to be free thinkers, but repeat the same things that the news says, you know, depending on what channel they watch, right? You know, 
And they consider, I was thinking about this the other day when I was in the shower, because these are the kind of things I think of. I think of either pizza, Chinese food, or how stupid people are. That's usually kind of how things move for me. Maybe some sports there too, but usually this is how it kind of moves. Is there anything worse than the independent voter who thinks that they're above all of the noise and the rackets? To me, I, I think I despise an independent voter more than the rest of them, because the rest of them, they know that they're shilling for a team, right? They know that this, it's a, it's, it's a game, and this is the team that I root for. It's like a Browns fan. You know it's not going to work out for you. You know it's not. But you're still there because you believe. There's always next year. <laughs> but for an independent voter, they kind of act like, I love hearing this, well, I don't have a party. I just, I, I decide which one of them I think will do the best job. And I'm like, I think you're full of it. I think that you do, but you say that because you want people to think that you're above the noise. And that's where my lack of respect for that kind of thinking comes from, because at least somebody who's committed to an ideology, whether it be completely retarded, which is, you know, both of them, you know, right? Like they're both idiots or, you know, like they're, they really believe like a communist, for example, not a Democrat. I'm talking about a legit communist. They've decided this is the way I'm going to go. I like Captain Carl and what Captain Carl has to say and Lenin, and I'm cool with the 100 million stacked bodies in the 20th century. I'm all right with it. Okay, we know you're a scumbag, but you own it. It's, you, are, you are okay with the label of being a communist douchebag. Okay. Mm-hmm. But the independent voter is someone that thinks that they're getting one up on you, right? They're like holding, they're like sticking their nose up in the air, like, yes, no, I, I don't look at the party. The party doesn't matter to me, but what matters is their ideas on the individual running for the office, and then I decide. Like, they have power. Like, they have this awesome power. They're just like, no, I'm above all of the, the rabble at the bottom of decided what teams they want to root for. No, no, I stand upon high, and I look down, and I decide which one of them I think is going to do the best job. It's bullshit. It's a bullshit story. I think it's a fraud. I think it's incredibly, uh, I, I find it to be very arrogant. It's a and bunch of hogwash, isn't it? Oh, it's it's terrible hogwash. It's uh, it, they're very bad at maths, isn't it? Um, <laughs> maths, M A F F S, maths. Yeah, yes, maths. <laughs> he's uh, he's 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 is he rooting for Chelsea this weekend? That's a bit sad, isn't it? I'm a West Ham fan. Um, what do you think, Angel? What do you think of independent voters? Do you think that they're uh? charlatans do you think that they're hoity-toity they think they're better than everybody else you know thinking about it any of the people that you know in your life who think they're above the noise what are we category category them categorizing them as independent like are they independent voters that still either vote democrat or republican <laughs> there she figured it out that's right <laughs> i mean ding 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 <laughs> i'm not really sure they're independent at that point no so... well done this wasn't a test, but I was waiting to see, and you picked it up perfectly. They're still choosing from the duopoly, right? They're still choosing from one or the other. Now, granted, the Libertarian Party is like something else altogether. I think you're still choosing from one or the other. Yeah, pretty much, you know, pretty much. So I just, I wanted to, what do you think, Chris? Do you think that, think Angel's got it right? Yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Thank you. They're like. I stand apart, but I'm still willing to vote for a douchebag or a turd sandwich, depending on if they make my fifis feel right with the things that they say. 
There you go. <laughs> See, I knew we would get somewhere with this, and that and that's good to hear. That's good to hear. Now, if anybody is curious, all right, if anybody's curious about this, I uh, am excited to tell you about a chess playing robot. Now, Ooh, I, I'm excited. Now, this is going to be very interesting. This is from MSN.com, a uh, periodical of ill repute, website of ill repute. However, this one is entertaining, and I hope you enjoy it. Because normally we talk about the police killing, you know, you know, innocent people or, you know, whatever. You know, he was reaching for his phone, and they brought in an A-10 warthog and just obliterated him or whatever, you know. Um, I'm being facetious, but in, but they still kill people holding cell phones. Anyway, um, but they won't go into a building with an active shooter. No, and I watched this terrible video that I shouldn't have watched the other day in regards to police. And they, they kill their own fucking canine officer fucking dogs because they send them in to, to attack a guy who's fucking wielding a machete and a knife. And the fucking guy stabs the dog. And I didn't expect that. I didn't expect to see because the title of the video was two officers uh, go after a guy with a knife. And and I didn't realize that it was a fucking canine dude and like it fucked me up and I shouldn't have watched that video. So they kill their own fucking canine officers too by making stupid fucking decisions, sending a dog after a guy who's fucking naked wielding a knife who's who's gonna fucking stab the dog. He's gonna stab the dog. And yeah. the dog died. The dog died. Yeah. It was yeah. awful. I shouldn't have watched it. Sorry. Yeah, that is um you know, awful that they threw the dog at him while he was wielding a machete. I mean like I said, you can get shot for holding a cell phone funny, so I don't know what the hell that deal was all about. Um, I don't know. But this, uh, but this is about a chess-playing robot, and uh, this is very exciting. So a chess-playing robot fractured the finger of its seven-year-old opponent during a tournament in Moscow, Russia, last week. Russia's not getting a lot of good press right now. This is just more bad stuff. Uh, the incident happened after the boy hurried the artificial intelligence-powered robot. The president of the Moscow Chess Federation told the Russian state news agency TASS. The robot, I'm going to do it in a Russian accent. I'm not good at these. The robot broke the child's finger. This, of course, is bad, said Sergei Lazarev. This, of course, is bad. <laughs> uh. <laughs> Jesus Christ. The video of the incident, which occurred at the Moscow Chess Open competition July 19th, went viral on social media after a post by the local outlet Baza News. It shows the machine reaching for and grabbing one of the boy's chess pieces and quickly discarding it from the board. Before, before the robot's arm retracted, the boy attempted to make another move pushing one of his rooks into the same place as a recently removed piece. The video then shows the robot's mechanical claws descending back towards the board, this time grabbing the boy's index finger instead of a chess piece. <laughs> the video shows the robot holding the finger in place for at least 15 seconds before <laughs> bystanders were able to pry open the claws and release the boy. The child made a move, and after that, it is necessary to give the, the give time for the robot's response. But the boy hurried. The robot grabbed him. <laughs> the robot was like, "Hold on, comrade, you are moving too fast. You see, you have to wait until I am ready for you to make a move." Yes, yeah. you are very suspicious, like moose and squirrel. <laughs> <laughs> oh my God! What a dump! 
Even the robots attack people. Is this what they're sending to Ukraine? They're like, you're just sending like killer chess robots or like kill everybody. I'm really they're just finger finger breaking robots. Yeah. Jesus Christ. Seems how they have a good relationship with China. Why they would have a substandard robot. I, I don't know. Like, that's the like, what if he played speed chess like in Central Park, like they're known to do, where they slap the clocks real fast and they're moving? That that robot would just grab a hammer and start murdering everybody. Like, that, <laughs> I've had it. Everybody's going. You know, I'm going to kill everybody. So, <laughs> okay. You're moving too fast. <laughs> You're moving too fast. Death. Slow down. Psychobliet. 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 For those of you that don't know what that means, look it up. It's funny. The boy's <laughs> parents were keen on contacting the prosecutor's office. Oh, I'm sure that that's going to help. We, we will communicate, try to sort it out, and help in any way we can. And the robot operators, apparently, will have to think about the strengthening protection so that such a situation does not happen again. Um, the Telegram post from Vaza News identified the boy as Christopher, and he said he's one of the top 30 chess players in Moscow under the age of nine. He recently was found murdered behind a dumpster. Uh, we suspect the robot is the guilty party. Now, that would be great if he just, uh, not great. It would be, I guess, kind of funny. <laughs> I'm sorry. Like, the robot just goes mobile and just, like, chases, like, it's like a Terminator movie. It's like the T-800 like the T but in chess form, right? And he's like, damn you, Christopher. You got me in trouble. I kill you. I kill you. Guys. Boy was found behind dumpster with all fingers broken. <laughs> Doctors say he will never be able to masturbate. <laughs> Very sad. No good. So, yeah. So that's Russia for you. And Russian robots playing chess apparently don't like it if you... Uh, Sounds like, you know, something like, you know, your girlfriend or, you know, your grandmother would say, right? Like, don't rush me. You know how I get when you rush me. You know what I mean? <laughs> Why is getting it? off a clamped over here? Your girlfriend or your grandmother. Why are those the two comparisons? Because that's what I'm thinking of right now. You either have a young person that's like very, very, uh, you know, that, that, that gets angry when they're told, hey, listen, we got 15 minutes. We got to be at the pizza place. Don't rush me. You know how I am when I'm rushed. And you have like the hand with the mascara, you know, going like this. And then you have the old lady that has like the handbag who's moving slowly on the stairs. So she doesn't break her hip. Like, come on, Grandma, we're going to Pizza Hut. The buffet's going to close soon. Don't rush me. You know how I get when I'm rushed. You know what I mean? Clutching the handbag. <laughs> You know, that's that's what I see in my mind. That's what I see. Okay, what just taking my time. It's a Jersey thing. You understand? You, yeah, you don't understand. You wouldn't understand. It's a Jersey thing. <laughs> all right, so that's not good at all. Now, here's another thing that isn't great news for anybody, um, including those of us who are not fans of Uncle Sugar and what Uncle Sugar does. Because there are worse things than Uncle Sugar, believe it or not. One of them is communist China. All right. Communist China on the scale of bad is very bad. Not a good place. We don't have any fans or downloads from communist China. None of us are planning to go to communist China. I certainly am not. So we're okay to talk about this. So Huawei, uh, which is a um, smartphone television sort of provider, like they make phones, mm -hmm. they make knockoff Apple stuff. They make TVs, yeah. all sorts of stuff. Uh, Huawei cell towers near U.S. military bases. FBI notices pattern. P 
possibly intercept communications. So this is good news. Huawei cell towers were the focus of the Federal Bureau of Investigation probe regarding its pattern in installing its facilities near military bases in the country. What's funny about this is if you walk past a military base with your iPhone and you're doing a quick, uh, I don't know, Snapchats, maybe, I will, I, I will bet that uh, you will have somebody chasing after you in short order. But meanwhile, the communists can erect towers there, and the FBI just does a chin scratch for a little while. They're like, something's up here. I'm not sure what it is yet, but I'm going to keep my eye on these some bitches. You know what I mean? Like, it's crazy. Okay, so the Federal Bureau Investigation Probe regarding its pattern of installing its facilities near military bases in the country and found something massive in its examination. The Chinese multinational technology company has a pattern and it focuses on strategic purpose that may have the capabilities to intercept military communications. According to a report by CNN, the FBI found something while investigating Huawei cell towers and their locations in the country's rural areas, and it has presented a shocking pattern for all. Despite non-profitable sites where the cell towers were erected, that wouldn't raise a flag at all. Uh, It also is strategic for the company that it can intercept U.S. military communications in proximita. Additionally, the report said that it has the capability to intercept U.S. nuclear arsenal communication in different military bases, something that is a massive dispute for the country's military operations. Hmm. The federal agencies kept tabs on Chinese land purchases because of a previous incident where it planned to build a pagoda in Washington two miles from the Capitol. It is it is stinking as, some, as something that may be from espionage, as sources believe. According to The Verge, the United States had a rip and replace focus on Huawei technology in the country, something that got flagged down before. However, <laughs> upon learning of the new development in this case, it shed some light on the issue that may be why it needs to continue removing its services and features from the country. Huawei and the U.S. do not have a good relationship, they broke up, since it last barred the company from using its technology for its releases, which also changed a massive thing from its devices for the world. The United States sanctions against the company lives on despite a change in the government's administration with President Jose Bidano at the seat. Oh, Joe Biden is soft on the con, the chai comms, huh? Figures. However, it is not only the United States that Huawei is facing a ban, especially as there are beliefs that the company brings a security risk to Canada, that is our neighbors to the north, amidst the earlier 5G rollout for the country. Why did I go to Russian accent? This is about China. It's because I can't do the Chinese accent very well. You know, five dollars. That's all I can do. Yeah, China number one. <laughs> <laughs> there's a there's a dude, there's a restaurant not too far away from here that's called number one Chinese kitchen. Number one. one Chinese kitchen. Yeah, number one Chinese kitchen. <laughs> <laughs> there are some reasons regarding Huawei's concern as a tech company operating in different regions, something which the countries raise massive concerns. Now there is a belief that Huawei's cell towers have the capability of intercepting U.S. military communication, and the country is not taking this lightly. Now it is a massive dispute on Huawei's cell towers that the Chinese company placed near U.S. military bases in the country's rural areas, something that may face removal soon uh, from the federal agency. 
you know, ladies and gentlemen, like I said, you pull any of this crap near a sensitive location. As an American, as a Ohio citizen of this great uh, Northeast Ohio Soviet, you will have somebody paying attention to you very quickly. However, a Chinese tech giant who already has a notorious reputation for sending information to the Chinese Communist Party, you're just going to let them saunter up near the base, you know, and just set up cell towers. And all you're going to do is a quick chin scratch and be like, huh, I'm going to keep my eye on it. This is preposterous. It's absolutely ridiculous. I don't know who's running things, but Jose Bidano is not doing a very good job or whoever's in charge in the military industrial complex these days. Um, the CIA director, whoever, I don't know what's happening. That's very, it's very concerning for anybody. Mm -hmm. Um, the Chinese communists do not have your best interest at heart. Speaking of Chinese communists, I was talking about this in the group chat. Normally I don't get scared by stuff, but Joe Rogan, also known as Jose Rogano on this show, um, he uh, scared the absolute crap out of me when he read out the terms of service for TikTok. Mm -hmm. And, um, I deleted the app immediately and I usually don't fall victim to those sorts of things, but um, I, I couldn't believe all the... Angel, can you cue up the video and, and get the audio on that for no, us? No, I can't. Why not? Because I'm not allowed to do that. It's against the terms and service. Okay, I'm going to look it up real quick because this one is... Um, it, really, uh, it really messed with me. Um, it's the terms of service. Uh, I wish that you guys would watch it. It was unbelievable. Okay, so this is what he kind of said here. All right, so he goes, he said, I, <laughs> now he starts it out, right? So he goes, I stayed home, smoked a little weed, and then started reading up on TikTok. Oh, my God. I'm going to read you this because it's so crazy, he said, before reading articles from the social media's app privacy policy. He said, we collect certain information about the device you use to access the platform, such as your IP address, user region this is really crazy he says rogan appeared to be worried about the social media's app's ability to monitor keystroke patterns and audio settings he said agreeing to the terms gives tiktok the ability to see what a user what you what a user types and to listen to them through their devices mic when his guest theo vaughn who i think is a moron i'm not a fan of his asked rogan what happens once the social media app collects its users data he responded it ends with china having all of your data the UFC color commentator firmly believes that the Chinese social media platform poses a threat to users' data, privacy, and safety. During the podcast discussion, Vaughn and Rogan, Vaughn asked Rogan if he thinks TikTok was created for the sole purpose of mining data, to which Rogan responded that he 100% believes that to be the case. That's the point where yours truly was like, gone. He scared me. It worked. It's out of here. I won't be able to look at food videos with Christopher anymore on the app. I'm a little bit sad about it, but I still, you know, the thing is, is they probably do this for all the social media apps. It can't just be TikTok. The problem is that TikTok is made by the communist Chinese. I think that's the issue here. China, like, legitimately steals everything. They do their best to steal everything. When you try to enter a business agreement to like run a business in China or to um, even sell your products, you mm -hmm. know, to to China, they they want your ingredients list. They want your, um, you know, ideas, your pet. They fucking steal it and then they reverse engineer it and they fucking come out with the product themselves.
That's all right. they do. They replicate. Yeah. And they steal your shit. Yeah. No, no. We, we, we knew about the reverse engineering business. I mean, hell, there's knockoff AR-15s that everybody knows. I think it's Norinco. That's the, uh, the brand from over there. Uh, everybody knows it is garbage. Uh, but, uh, yeah, they're good at reverse engineering everything. They really are. Um, so, gone. I got rid of it. Thanks, Jose Rogano. You scared me enough to get rid of it. Paul will be proud of me. He doesn't like TikTok at all. He won't use it. Um, and um, <laughs> I don't blame him. Uh, Paul's been suffering out there in the heat. He's had some work done on his car. I offered to give him a ride a couple of times, but he declined. He wanted to walk. And good for him. He just got concerned with the the heat and the humidity that's been kind of been we've been dealing with it here not like some of you folks that listen from california or arizona or tejas where you know i mean it is it's um ball vinegar city down there but we'll get to a solution to that problem at the end of the program so stick around for that (laughs) i never used that phrase until christopher did and now it's something that's one of the first things i think of instead like usually it used to be swamp crotch mud butt swamp ass those would be the my go-to but now the ball vinegar, I'm like, you know what? That actually works a little bit better. That actually does feel like it's a little bit more, uh, I don't know, uh, you know, for those of you know. yeah. <laughs> so you should try some of these new salt and ball vinegar chips. <laughs> <laughs> oh, they got extra schmutz. It's like, it's, it's like whatever you pop up in the fresh bag of chips, instead of smelling like a fart, it smells like a sweaty ball sack. <laughs> It's so bad. It's funny. Just what I've been waiting for. Yes. Right. A long day at work. Let me get some of that S and B V ball vinegar. S and B V chips, baby. Natural. It's just the way the Lord intended. Um, this is really good. So we heard about woke before. Uh, uh, we were having a conversation uh, prior to the show about how I can't deal with retarded it. wokeism is. This one is great. Now, by the way. I know that we've talked about this ad nauseum, one of my favorite phrases, because it does happen. We've talked about this often enough. Not a fan of the police. Going to leave it at that. All of you know that. And if you dispute it, that's fine. You're entitled to your opinion, and I'm entitled to mine. And I think that um, they're the standing army of occupation that our founders uh, had warned us about. However, if someone is the victim of domestic abuse right now, since we cannot, you know, uh, handle justice on our own without ourselves being prosecuted for doing the right thing for those on behalf of victims of domestic abuse. And you know what I'm talking about. It's against terms and services for me to advocate for such vinti- vinti- vigilante activity. But you know what I'm talking about. Typically, yes, the best, the next best thing I do think you can do is at least call somebody and say, hey, somebody beat the crap out of me like my husband or my boyfriend or my wife or whatever the hell it is that's going on. Like we have to start somewhere, right? Something has to be done if someone's getting handsy with you, right? Okay. Listen to this one. This is great. This is woke culture gone full retard. Full. I mean, full send, fully retarded. This is from the Washington Free Beacon. Women against, women against abuse discourage black domestic abuse victims from calling the police. It was just two months after the death of George Floyd that one of the largest domestic violence nonprofits in the United States, Women Against Abuse, brought in several diversity consultants to conduct a racial equity audit. The goal of the audit, Women Against Abuse told staffers, 
was to become a fully inclusive, multicultural, and anti-racist institution. I'm going to read that one more time, and I want you to keep it in the back of your mind. Fully inclusive. You know what inclusive means. Yeah. Multicultural. Needs no further explanation. An anti-racist institution. Anti-racist. It didn't say what kind of anti-racist. Like, I don't know, anti-Jewish racist, anti-black racist, anti-white racist. Just an- We'll just, just say anti-racist, meaning we'll take that to mean as... Um, everybody. Everybody. Yes. The whole, the, the cornucopia, if you will. By November 2020, the organization, which is ostensibly devoted to serving all survivors, was offering to pay B, uh, BIPOC uh, employees more than their white counterparts and discouraging black abuse victims from calling the police. Its employees were also at war with each other, bickering over whether Jews are a prosecuted minority group and whether there is such a thing as a non-racist white person. How would you like to work there? <laughs> those, I can't wait. Those events, why, did you apply? Yeah. <laughs> uh, those events prompted Nicole Levitt, an attorney with the group's legal center to file a discrimination complaint against her employer with the Equal Employment Opportunity Commission alleging that it berated, humiliated, and subjugated her to mandatory thought reform efforts. Women Against Abuse used to be liberal, Levitt told Washington Free Beacon. Now it's illiberal. You don't say. This, this story is based on Levitt's discrimination complaint, Women Against Abuse's response to it, and all materials from the equity audit that Levitt shared with the Free Beacon. It reveals how the leading domestic violence nonprofit in Philadelphia descended into dogmatism and infighting, obsessing over identity as domestic homicides in the city reached an all-time high of 43 in 2021, more than double of the previous year. That obsession manifested in avant-garde policies that led the group far astray from its core mission. The policies weren't just a product of employee activism, but of outside consultants, including uh, Regina Arrington, now the chief executive officer of the Clinton Foundation's Global Initiative University, who since July 2020 has been helping women against abuse conduct its equity audit. Arrington or Arrington began this work as the senior officer at the Philanthropy Unbound, one of two diversity consultancies retained by women against abuse in the wake of George Floyd's death. The consultants soon injected race into every every crevice of the organization, transforming it from the inside out. Left wing nonprofits across the country have undergone similar transformations from the Sierra Club to the Guttmacher Institute, to the American Civil Liberties Union, who is not in favor of any civil liberties at all anymore, by the way. They're a, they're a garbage organization, ACLU. They can lick the vinegar off of my balls. They're terrible. Don't give them any of your money. They used to stand for stuff. They don't stand for your Second Amendment rights to defend yourself against your aggressor, by the way. They do not. So don't give me It's an all-or-nothing proposal with rights. It's either you believe in them or you don't. It's the end of it. Either you are for civil liberties or you are against them. The ACLU is not in favor of civil liberties. They are a cafeteria organization. We're going to pick a little bit of this, a little bit of that, and then we're going to discard the other stuff. So anyway, I'll continue. The Intercept's Ryan Grimm reported last month progressive advocacy groups have le- have effectively ceased to function as their outward-facing mission falls prey to internal tumult. What has Christopher... And others on this show said these people eat each other. 
they will eventually turn on themselves. And this is clear evidence that they have done that very thing right here. They literally lost their mission and just like I became a woke cult, which is instantly become cannibals. (laughs) Absolutely wild to me. So uh, we have that. And then also, of course, this is a good one. The CDC, which I'm sure a lot of you have heard over the years, specifically the last two and a half. I can't believe how fast time is going. It's going to be 2023 pretty soon. Variant 5,243, the winter of death part two, I'm sure is on the way. How the CDC coordinated with big tech to censor Americans. You don't say, I don't believe it. Let's dive into it. The Centers for Disease Control and Prevention coordinated with social media companies and Google to censor users who express skepticism or criticism of COVID um, vacations, as Hotep Jesus calls them, to avoid being censored. COVID-19 vacations, according to a trove of internal communications obtained by America First Legal. Is, Is that Trump's legal thing? America First Legal and shared exclusively when i read america first the first thing that comes in my mind is a mullet like hardcore irock z28 shaved bars on the side mullet like a proper strong quasi joe dirt mullet america first legal and shared exclusively with the washington free beacon over the, over the course of the last six months starting in december 2020 cdc officials regularly communicated with personnel at twitter facebook and google over vacation misinformation At various times, CDC officials would flag specific posts by users on social media platforms such as Twitter as example posts. In one email to a CDC staffer, a Twitter employee said he's looking forward to setting up regular chats with the agency. Other emails show the scheduling of meetings with the CDC over how to best police alleged misinformation about COVID-19 vacations. Although many of the posts flagged by the CDC contain false information, about the vacations, the effort to police misinformation also resulted in mistaken acts of censorship. An April 2021 email from a CDC staffer to Facebook states that the algorithms that Facebook and other social media networks are apparently using to screen out postings by sources of vaccine information are also apparently screening out valid public health messaging, including the Wyoming Health Communications. Communications reveal a high level of coordination between the government and tech industry during the pandemic and raise questions about the extent to which other private companies are working with federal government, uh, the federal government to censor the public. So kind of what you already knew, uh, especially if you listen to this show, you probably already knew that that was something that was happening. So um, I don't know, man, uh, it's, it's good. The, the ride's going to continue to get wild. And um, I, I wish everybody the best. Now, here's the thing. I want to do some pop culture right now. I want to do I want to lighten it up, lighten it up. So 22 years ago, which is wild for me to even think of, I was at the AMC theater in West Akron watching Gladiator on uh, the big screen. Russell Crowe, Joaquin Phoenix, uh, Richard Harris played uh, Marcus Aurelius. One of the best movies I've ever seen ever. It, it was cin- cinematically beautiful, even though there's some slight inaccuracies there was no per- such person as maximus decimus meridius that didn't exist um but it was a wonderful movie they are going to release a sequel to that movie here in the next couple of years okay ridley scott is putting one together what i didn't know what ridley scott was up to is he's doing a napoleon movie 
the Napoleon movies coming out first, and apparently we're going to get more than one battle because usually Napoleon movies just have one big fight, typically the Battle of Waterloo. You know the one where he lost everything for the second time? Maybe you don't know that, uh, but that's when he lost everything for the second time, but apparently we're going to get a lot of battles in there, and Joaquin Phoenix is going to be playing Napoleon. Okay. So I'm pretty excited about that. But I'm not sure the direction that this um, sequel to Gladiator, because I don't know if anybody's seen Russell Crowe. If he makes a cameo in this, he's not going to fit into that armor. Like he has been enjoying himself a lot at the In-N-Out or whatever burger establishment. Well, Angel, could you put up a, re- a recent picture of, of Russell Crowe? Like Russell Crowe, put like, like find us a search, Russell Crowe, Gladiator, and today. Like we, we have a demonstrable difference between the two uh, Russell Crowes. And he's, you know, he's, he's getting older, you know, he was in prime shape back in the day. He also did another good movie. It was called Master and Commander, The Far Side of the World. That was a phenomenal film, phenomenal film and historically accurate from the rigging of the ship, everything. It was, it was awesome. Uh, the, how they uh, did the uh, amputations on the boat and they had to put sand on the floor because of all the blood and they're rocking back and forth with the ship trying to chop this guy's arm off or whatever. Uh, it was uh, it was epic. It was a really good movie if you haven't seen it. Is that really him? Put it up there for Christ's uh, sake, please. Okay, uh, okay I'm, I'm we gonna. Show I'm gonna. Christopher what happened to Russell Crowe and the, and the two and a half people that watched this on YouTube. Please. And more on the bit shoot. Thank you. Look um, at Rusty Crow. That that can't be him. We that are has, not looking good. That's not him. Listen. Is it this is this him? Is that him? <laughs> that can't be him, right? That's him, dude. No, it's not. That, yeah. Yeah, yeah, it is. Hey, look at that, man. There's Maximus and now he's got moobs. Hell, he's got bigger boobs than I do. Well, what are you gonna do? And his nipples are fully erect. <laughs> yeah, he is excited. Maybe he saw pizza like I did. Um, I got excited. So yeah, Russell Crowe. I don't think he's fitting into that armor again. That's that camp. That's 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 what. Uh, <laughs> wow. Hey, listen, man. Nobody beats yeah, the clock okay. sometimes. He looks a little older, but yeah, Joaquin still looks older. So I mean, the face shape is there. I can't. I can't get over his comment that we played on this show when he was at the Academy Awards for Joker and and complained about us taking the milk from cows. I was like, buddy, like you need to you need to calm down a little bit. That's I, a little I like much. milk, milk and the coffee. I like half and half. I like coffee creamer. I don't think that my coffee creamer actually has dairy in it, though. So probably not. It's just tasty <laughs> just, chemicals, just chemicals, you yeah. know, whatever. What you know, whatever, whatever it's, you it's, do what you like to do. I do what I like to do. That's right. That's right. So here's I want to end with this piece of positivity for those of you who support Jose Bidano. <laughs> um, <laughs> This one's great. This is from Yahoo News. Sebastian Smith. I want you to understand that if Sebastian Smith can get a job writing for a news agency, the, the next, this column, which is drivel on a high level. Who's Sebastian Smith? A writer for Yahoo News. Okay. Uh, this guy has a job and probably makes double what you do. And he is a full-on retard. This one is like he is basically like tonguing uh, Jose's asshole, you know, just like and enjoying every minute of it. It's okay. Like, like really enjoying it, not doing it out of duty, but doing it out of love. Speaking of duty. <laughs> <laughs> yes, here we go. So Sebastian Smith, 
Uh, this is from today, okay? This year, not okay. last year. The title of this article is Biden is suddenly winning. Just don't say the R word, meaning retarded. Um, that's not what he meant. That's that's what I said. Just don't say the R word. Uh, it, I was wondering. I didn't click on that article because I'm like, what's the R okay. word? Okay, the R word is retard. Okay, because <laughs> okay. that's what Sebastian is. Overcoming COVID and the outfoxing and outfoxing the Republicans. Did you know that he's outfoxing them? Joe Biden, who shakes hands with non-existent people, gets <laughs> lost in the Rose Garden. Doesn't has to be wrangled by the Easter Bunny. <laughs> <laughs> I was waiting for that. <laughs> I I must I don't remember that until we pulled it up the other day. I didn't remember that that actually happened. It's, it's so good. I'll remember it forever. <laughs> Now I won't. It was beautiful, man. That was history in the making. It really was. Oh my God. I don't even get through this without thinking about that rabbit. Um, so, outfoxing the Republicans, Jose Bidano is having an unusually good week, and he won't let Thursday's recession talk spoil his mood. Somebody wrote this. When the 79 year old geriatric tested positive, I put that in there. Uh, for the coronavirus last week, it seemed nature had decided to pile on his already daunting list of man-made woes. Highest inflation in four decades, lowest polls of his presidency, and a tiny Democratic penis majority apparently unable to get anything done. Fast forward to Wednesday and Jose Bidano, declared COVID-free by his doctor, emerged from the White House residence to cheers from staff in the Rose Garden. The sun was shining, literally and po politically. This is like an article that you write for Kim Jong-un. Now I get back to the Oval Office, he said to applause, sounding as if he were opening a birthday present. That's because he's talking like a child because he has dementia. Now I get to go back to the Oval Office. Yay, Joe, you do. You do, you do. Please, somebody get the bunny, you know. Um, there were reasons for the spring and Biden's step well beyond the beneficial effects of the five-day course of the therapeutic Pax Volid. I didn't know they were allowed to take medicine. I thought it was only the vacations you could take for it that helped them through the COVID. The Senate, where Democrats and Republicans are split 50-50 and almost never cooperate, chose Wednesday to pass a bill pouring $52 billion of your money into domestic manufacturing of semiconductors, the high-tech widgets at the heart of almost every piece of modern equipment. Republicans were on board. If approved by the House of Representatives, the decision to throw federal weight behind private homegrown production will create thousands of high-skilled jobs and, crucially, begin addressing dangerous U.S. over-reliance on foreign companies. For Jose Bidano, the bill fits neatly into one of his core priorities, restoring the kind of government-backed research and development that he says will decide whether the United States can keep up with China. Then a few hours later, with Jose still in the Oval Office, came startling news of another potential Senate win. This time it wasn't warring Republicans who had brought around, brought around, but the ever unpredictable Senator Joe Manchin, a conservative Democrat from tiny West Virginia, tiny to who? It's a mountain mama. You show some respect. 
whose one vote in a 50-50 Senate gives him veto power over Don Vito, you know, V-I-T-O, veto power over just about anything. For 18 months, Manchin has played with Biden's nerves, haggling on every item when it came to the president's signature Build Back Better bill, a behemoth of social and climate-related spending. The West Virginia negotiated seemingly forever before finally refusing to go along and leaving Biden defeated. So it was a surprise Wednesday when Manchin announced, every time I see his name, Manchin, I think Munchin. And then I think Munchies, like the chips. Yeah, uh, Manch, I like those. Yeah, those are good. Manchin the Munchin announced that he supports a smaller yet still impressive bill set to allocate $369 billion for clean energy and climate billion. initiatives, billion, uh, and $64 billion for state-funded health care. Biden thanked Manchin for his extraordinary effort. The next portion of this article is titled Recession. What recession? Not only did Manchin finally come good, but he candidly announced his move only after Republicans had been lured into voting for the semiconductors bill, something some of them say they would never have done if they knew the Democrats were about to spring the second bigger spending package. The Democrats suddenly on a roll and Bidano, even with his approval rating stuck below 40%, feels his constant optimism will be proved right. I want you to hear that again. Okay. Democrats are suddenly on a roll, and Jose Bidano, even with his approval rating stuck below 40%, feels his constant optimism will be proved right. I, I have something more important that's more pressing than this. Okay. Well, I have to share it on the screen. Let's go ahead and have it. Okay. I don't mean to interrupt, but this is very it's already important. Over. You derailed everything. Listen, Hershey says it won't be able to meet Halloween demand this year. Okay, listen, we have to go get candy. I don't like what I'm seeing. Bad news for Halloween enthusiasts. This year might be out of luck for the candy aisle. We will not be able to meet. And you're going to tell me there's no recession, Joe Biden. Yeah, and then it says they're demanding more regular and Halloween candy than Hershey can make, at least right now. What the fuck are they talking about? It means you, the consumer. That's what it Many says right Many consumer there. goods manufacturers have been struggling to meet surging demand for their products during the pandemic, especially with the ongoing supply chain issues. That meant that they've had to reduce production of certain less popular items, or in the case of the late great Choco Taco, cut them all together. Which, okay, we have to talk about that, because that fucking Choco Taco is delicious. Yeah. And I'm very upset. No, it's no good. And I don't like how they said it's not popular. It's popular with all the cool people. I can tell you I'm, that right now. I'm very now. upset about this Not candy. Good. Like, so now I'm going to have to go out and buy a shit ton of fucking candy. Because the trick and treats, they need them. Yeah, the kids need it. I mean, they, they need to have fun, and that's candy. And I also need to eat the candy. I mean, let's <laughs> cut the BS right <laughs> to now. To be fair, yeah. I was say, let's be honest here. Um, yeah. Most of the candy is Like the Wu-Tang. <laughs> like the Wu-Tang. Candy is for the children, <laughs> but the candy is also for this man here. Let me tell All you. the good stuff is for me. The kids can have the baby roots and the, that <laughs> shit. <laughs> the mallow cup. <laughs> right? Yeah, the mallow cup. Reese cups for me, mallow cups for you. That's it right there. I agree with this man. I like mallow cups, though, so I'll take them. Okay. You know, I don't mind marshmallows, but just the I like chocolate covered marshmallows just aren't it's not an appealing thing to me it's never it's not that i hate it mm -hmm. and if somebody said hey man would you like to split one of this with me like i'm too fat to say no to that but like 
I'm I'm never like I never go out of my way to be like, God damn, man, I want some chocolate covered marshmallows right now. Like that's never on my list of cravings. <laughs> right. It's just not. <laughs> right. Subpar. Subpar. I agree. Like yeah. if that's the only thing in the candy dish. Go for the win, definitely. But um, if you've got options, the Mallow Cup doesn't make it to the, you know, no, the I final mean, four or got, the, the Elite Eight. You got to have the Reese's. So I'm sorry for interrupting, but I just think that it's very important that that we and our listeners know <laughs> that the candy. There's going to be a Halloween candy shortage. Everybody <laughs> fucking panic. <laughs> it's the candy. I'm going to Sam's Club. That's it. Yeah, last time I was at Sam's, they had Halloween candy already out, and like I, everybody knows that you can't properly worship Satan without Reese cups at Halloween, right? <laughs> or all year for that matter. And I, right. and I am here to worship the devil and eat the chocolate uh, peanut butter covered chocolate cup. Like that's that's what I'm here for. Um, that's my magic power. I take those beautiful uh, Reese's peanut butter cups <laughs> and I turn them into fat cells. Hail Satan! <laughs> no, I'm not. Let us let us partake in the Reese's cups. <laughs> I thought you people ate babies. No, no, no we 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 no, no, no. love Easter because that's the round one. That's the highest ratio of peanut butter to chocolate. Uh, uh, Reese's, uh, you know holiday extravaganza the tree's got a lot of edges so you get a little more chocolate in there the pumpkin doesn't have the right ratio but the but the ostara easter egg reese cup that has the maximum amount of peanut butter of all of the holiday reese treats however we eat them all the same like i'll eat the pumpkins (laughs) i'll eat the trees i haven't tried the all peanut butter peanut butter cup because i feel like that's getting away from the original intent of the candy you're welcome to do as you wish but I really feel that that's something that um, I, we like the blend. Yeah, I like the chocolate and the peanut butter together. They're beautifully married together. It's a beautiful. They're the happiest married couple that's ever existed. You know what I mean? Because they complement each other perfectly, perfectly. And honey sit in the background stewing. Like, it used to be me before you chocolate, you know, but it is what it is. We still like peanut butter and honey, too. So um, so Angel brings you more of the same, which is some depressing news. Uh, there's a couple of B-sides. If you haven't caught up with the Patreon, go ahead and get on over there. It's two bucks. I know you all spend more money on dumb crap than you would on our crap, and our crap isn't dumb. It might be crap, but it's lots of fun, and I promise you might like it. They're blaming the Ukraine for the candy, by the way. Later, of in course. The I mean, who else? Who else are they going to blame? Just like they blamed the Reese. The re- uh, was it? Um, the, the war started in March, and all the inflation had started prior. Then they're like, it's Vladimir Putin's fault. And it's like, yeah, sure. All the crap that happened before that, that had nothing to do with it, I'm sure. And then the, it doesn't matter. Listen, they're going to use an excuse no matter what. Now, if Vladimir Putin was really responsible for the reason why I'm not going to have Reese peanut butter cups, ladies and gentlemen, call the CIA. I am willing <laughs> to go over and do my duty for the betterment of humanity to take that son of a bitch out to make sure the kids have the Reese cups and also me. I, I want them too. Even if I don't live, they will eat them in my memory. Not the children. They don't give a shit. They're just happy to have it, but use perhaps. So call the agency. <laughs> Tell them I'm up for the mission. Um, whenever he goes swimming with whales or stuff, I'm big enough to look like a small whale. <laughs> Uh, so I could totally fool him. I'd be like, and then ka-cha, 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 ka-cha. Like, is that a baby beluga with, with the 
with an M16? What the fuck's going on? <laughs> uh, war's <Yeah>. over. <laughs> yeah. Oh, man. Yeah. I, you will be remembered forever, Beluga Whale. Um, no, that was a man. Really? Yeah. yeah shit. <laughs> Let's give him a Viking funeral. That will eat some Reese cups in his memory. <laughs> He'll burn for a while because, you know, he's got all that extra fat on him. Anyway. <laughs> Uh, He'd be like the Hanukkah manure. <laughs> It'll burn for eight days. <laughs> oh man, my uh, my gift to my people: light and hope, <laughs> and candy, and, and candy. Uh, yeah, and an end to um, Comrade Putin. Uh, so that's all we have this week. Uh, nothing really else uh, that we have that we're going to cover today. If uh, the gang has anything else to add, I'll start with uh, uh, Her Majesty over there and uh, ruler of uh, the podcast and tell me what's going on. I don't have anything, just, you know, candy. I'm going to get some. All right. So, Christopher, anything going on with you? Uh, Other than the recent move, uh, nothing major going on. Just (laughs) still in the process of unpacking shit. All right. Well, we're happy to have you back. Delighted. The three horsemen of the apocalypse are riding the fourth one. Um, uh, he, he had some stuff he had to do today, so he couldn't make it. That's okay. Uh, the trio. This, this train rolls on. Um, yeah, due to some scheduling conflicts, uh, Pestilence couldn't make it this evening. <laughs> <laughs> don't rush me. <laughs> you don't rush me. <laughs> oh, man. That was fun. So, without further ado, ladies and gentlemen... Thank you for listening. Um, I'm going to take Garand Thumb's advice, especially with the young man who took out that son of a bitch at the shopping mall in Indianapolis or outside of Indy uh, at 40 yards with a Glock pistol, concealed carry, 40 yards, put eight rounds into the son of a bitch and killed him dead as a hammer. Um, his name was Elijah Dickin, and he dicked that son of a bitch to death. Thank you very much to Elijah, a real American hero looking out for people and saving people's lives. Um, that's what people like him, like we need more of that. And Garantham yelled at everybody and said, need to train. So I said, okay, Garantham, you're right. So I'm going to get out there. I'm going to get to the range. I'm going to start doing some work. Um, there's a, a young man who's been on our show a couple of times, Kennedy. He has some sort of mantis training system mm-hmm. where you shoot at the screen. Yeah. I'm going to hang out with him. Uh, maybe go over there. I might drag the wife over there and do some training there. Definitely get to the range. I've seen that mantis. Yeah. Yeah. It looks pretty cool. It looks pretty cool. So I need to get out there. I need to listen to what Grand Thumb has to say and uh, train and be prepared for the, maybe you be the one that stands between somebody getting lit up. We're saving the day and saving people's lives. And especially now, all of us here in the uh, the Ohio Soviet Socialist Republic now have constitutional carry. It's permitless carry. So listen up. It's it, it, you, when when you when danger is is in your face, the cops are minutes away or they're putting hand sanitizer on their hands while children are being murdered in the classroom. You, however, can do something about it and we should do something about it we should train and prepare ourselves hopefully for something that never happens hopefully for something that we never have to be a part of but it does happen and you never know if it's going to be you so garand is right we got to get out there and do the right thing and start training and i'm going to take it far more seriously because you know what 40 yards under duress against a mass shooter with a glock at 40 yards eight rounds he put into him yeah. amazing amazing work and allegedly 
uh, he was telling people to get behind him. Like he was actually funneling people past him so he could get them out of harm's way and put this son of a bitch into the ground, which he did. I, I'm delighted. Uh, that's that's the American way right there, right? Mm-hmm. Take the son of a bitch out, right? Don't rely on the state. Don't rely on authorities. Rely on yourself. Rely on yourself. And we have that ability here. This is not California. Uh, this is not New York. Um, this is regular America here. Yeah. Regular this is not California or Nuevo York. <laughs> No, no you is- you are the primary agent in your own self-defense. Nobody is coming to save you. You are the only person that you can rely on to protect yourself. Absolutely. Well said. That's it. And, um, you know, uh, I need to tell you, I need to get after it. I need to train, need to get to the range uh, with all all different kinds of tools. Uh, and that's what they are. They're tools. They're tools to keep keep yourself, keep your family, and keep others alive. Ladies and gentlemen, that's it for the show. I'd like to thank our sponsors. I pay in Akron, where all accidents are happy accidents. Ray Fab of Fine Art and Design from the Great Lakes. Team Mandalore, keep cycling very weird. Don't forget about that event that's happening. Look out for the social media post. I'm going to get after it. Uh, if you're into uh, riding bikes, um, again, I w- if I'm there, I'm eating the pizza and having a cold drink, watching you ride for 100 miles. I, I'm not interested in doing any of that, but I love to support, and I love my friends, and I like, this, and I, and I like, I like pizza. So I, that sounds good to me. It sounds like a good time. So check it out. Check out Team Mandalore. Uh, and of course, the Gorse Nexus. Ladies and gentlemen, now it's come time for us to discuss ball vinegar. Now, you heard us mention it earlier in the show. This isn't a good thing. And uh, with uh, temperatures once again creeping up into the 90s, which they will hear in our portion of the glorious motherland, praise be upon her name. Uh, it's going to get really, really hot, really, really sweaty. I don't know about you. Today, I put in about almost 13,000 steps. I had the opportunity to take the dog out a lot today, um, and it was it was very humid today. And for those of us who look like potatoes and are shaped like potatoes, which is this man right here, I'm pointing to myself, uh, this has the tendency to bring out the worst of the stink. Fat folds, undercarriage, ball bag, um, you ladies, you're you know, under boobs, the vagina, taints, assholes, butt cheeks, all sorts of terrible places for stink and sweat to hide. And you don't want to be that person. You know, let's say you're going out, you're going to have a first date with somebody. I don't know. My first date was, I don't know, 13 years ago almost. It's been a long time. Uh, but still, you should show respect to the other half and not smell like a dirty asshole. But if you're going out saying you're going to pick somebody up, take them to the movies, armpits, asshole, crotch, and teeth. Now, while Todd does not take care of the, the teeth, we don't have Todd's gay toothpaste yet. That's something that's in, that's in development. We're going to work on that. We do have Todd's Gay Soap, but Todd's Gay Soap can target the stink that is in your underarms, your fat folds, your ball bag, genitalia, all the way, your ass crack. If you have monkeypox in your ass, Todd's Gay Soap will fist fuck it to death with its patented, medically tested Gay Soap. The rainbow will ride hard against all forms of the coronavirus in your butthole. Todd's Gay Soap will fist fuck all of those stinky things that you have in your body all the way into the ground. Please support the gay business. Our friend Todd, who makes a wonderful product, people have attested that listen to the show. They have said they have attested to the quality of the gay soap. We are here to support the gay business, the independent worker, the people who are coming up with creative items that you can use every day that keep you fresh smelling during these dog days of summer. Fall isn't going to be here for a while. I know September's right around the corner. Everybody in this part of the country knows you have the false fall. You'll get that one crisp night 
in September, and then October rolls around, and it's Native American summertime, baby. More 80s, more stink, more disgusting. Todd's Gay Soap will help fight that because Todd's Gay Soap is, in fact, soap for that ass. <laughs> Thank you very much for that, ladies and gentlemen. Thank you for listening. We appreciate you all. Uh, let us know what the score is. Use guys in that at gmail.com. Get a hold of us. You can also get a hold of us on Instagram. And we're pretty active on Facebook as well. Twitter, not so much because that place is a dumpster fire. I hope you guys are well. Look forward to hearing from you. Take care of yourselves. And we will see you later. Bye. Peace.